Hello and welcome to the Metapod, the Pokemon podcast that revolves around the evolving meta in the trading card game. It is back to a two-person podcast this week. I got Jake here, Sean over there. Sean, how are you doing this last week? Oh, I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm I'm chilling. I played a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I saw you actually played Pokemon. Yeah, my uh, there was a picture that made the rounds. I, I actually logged into Twitter slash X for the first time in a very long time just because I wanted to see mm-hmm. uh, what was going on with this uh, this tweet. Jake, do you want to do you want to tell the listeners what <laughs> what tweet this was? So th- so this is how it transpired. So I this tweet came across my timeline. It's a person that I didn't follow. Nothing like that. And it says 19 masters packing out the cricket wireless league cup today in Yonkers. Bear in mind. I'm not the most intelligent when it comes to geographic locations and things like that. And so Yonkers means nothing to me. I live in Yonkers. I'm not doxing myself, but I live in, it's a city with like a million people, but I live there. Sean, you're absolutely spoiling. Oh, what's sorry. Going on here. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Forget you heard that. And let me tell let me tell you. So I look at this picture because I'm like, oh, man, they're playing in a cricket wireless. Like, that's kind of funny. And I see off in the right corner, there's a Metapod playmat, a Metapod podcast playmat, limited edition run that we did a while ago. We gave some away. We had like a tournament. We gave some out to top players at uh, a tournament that we ran. And I'm looking at this picture. You can't see the individual, but you can see their arms and hands. And I immediately texted Sean. I was like, are these your arms? (laughs) I low-key recognized my podcast host in a picture because of his arms. And as Sean alluded to, yes, it is him. He played in a Cricket Wireless League Cup, the infamous League Cup. (laughs) Yeah, I... uh... So that's that's my locals, just straight up. That's the place I go to every Sunday. It's great. The guy who runs it is awesome. It just happens to be run. They they, they like have they have tables in another space next door, and so, but yeah, it certainly is a, a an unusual place. But but they're great. They're great people. But it was uh, <laughs> it was funny just seeing the responses. One of them I I really enjoyed, which is a. Uh, I think Tristan responded to himself and it was like, yeah, free talk and text to Mexico for the winner. It's yeah. great. <laughs> it, I mean, it was really, well, first of all, it's awesome to see sometimes like the different places. Um, Cause it's not as common anymore, but especially before the pandemic, there were a lot of like instances where people would play in like these very public settings where other people were that weren't playing the card game like mcdonald's and starbucks and like like different places like that so you don't often see like the more random places like the cricket wireless nowadays with the i mean it's so funny to see and i just get a kick that you know because there are people other than sean and i that have uh that play map but it was just it was really funny to uh, to recognize Sean by his arms. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I will say I did very well at the cup. I did mm-hmm. very well. I played Maridon. I basically just snagged um, JW's list that he won a regional with. I don't know if there was a change or two. Can't remember, but it's probably very close, if not the exact same. Um, list ran great. 
I got lucky on a couple of Roxanne's from my opponent. There was one Roxanne. He Roxanne me. I needed two cards to win the game, an energy and a boss. The two cards that I got off the Roxanne, an energy and a boss. And I was like, no, 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 that's not that's not lucky. That's just thinning your deck. Right. So then you draw what you need to win. That's, right. that's what that is. That's what that is. Yeah, there's no there's no luck in, in card games. No. no luck at all. <laughs> and uh, I, I will say I was doing well. I went four and one. Which I'm like, I'm sitting here. There's going to be a top four cut. I win my last match. I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm going to be here for two more hours. I'm down. Results come out. Oh, dang, Sean. You bubbled. <laughs> Look what, I, bro, I bubbled at top four, at four and one. Oh, my. There was five people at four and one, Jake. And I was number it's five. <laughs> just unlucky. Just yeah. do better, Sean. I know. Why? It's no, no. I got to tell my opponents do better. It was my opponent's win percentage that got me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, if you bubbled out the bottom four one, yeah. then yeah, tell your opponents to do better. They should have won <laughs> more games. Not the game that you played them, but the exactly. other games. Yeah. They should They should have I, done the other games. Anywho, it was a, that was a hoot. It was a great time, though. I like. I told people afterwards, and I, I, I truly feel it's like, I felt great. I played the deck. I felt almost like as well as I could have. I had a great mm -hmm. record. It was dope. So yeah, I felt good even even without making top four. It yeah. was the final weekend uh, before Paradox Rift becomes legal. Paradox Rift becoming legal this weekend for the Latin American International Championships. If you want to watch or uh, play or see our predict, well, I don't know if you can play at this point, but if you want to know how we feel about the Latin America championships heading into the event, what's going to be good, what's not, um, maybe what you should play at Locals this weekend or online, you can check out our previous episode where we had Jared Grimes on as well, talking about making a tier list of Paradox Rift. And so... One of the things that we're actually going to do, kind of leading into the five-star review section, we read your comments, whether that's on Twitter, Instagram, threads, stuff like that. And there was a comment left by uh, Pipestone Golf that says, uh, you should revisit this list to see how right wrong you were after LAIC. So we're going to do that next week. Uh, really, really actually love that input because as they mentioned in the comment as well like not a lot of people um do that exactly because a lot of people are afraid of being wrong but if, for longtime listeners I, of the podcast <laughs> i will give a shout out to omnipoke they do mm -hmm. they do a lot of their meta predictions and then they go back after basically typically after like two months or so but they go back and see how they were when they like talk about their predictions for how good cards are etc so Big shout out to Joe, Joe and crew from Omnipoke. Uh, they're keeping it real like that. But yeah, great idea. Joe and Omnipoke, verified listener of the Metapod podcast, actually, as well. Um, I've known Joe for a little bit. Um, talked to him a little bit on. Well, I've never met him as most Pokemon people, but I know them from Twitter. Um, so a really cool idea that we're going to start doing here in the future as well. So I wanted to highlight that comment left on our previous video, but also just a lot of good support on uh, having a guest. Tron Dragon said it was nice to have a guest on here. Awesome podcast. So really love that. We love having guests, even if, you know, it's tough for our schedules, but whatever we can, we we're glad that you enjoy them. Jake, uh, I will say it's a it's a slow news week. We're leading up to LAIC, so we're not gonna 
we've talked about Paradox Rift now for three weeks in a row. So yeah. uh, we're not really going to do that. We're going to let LAIC play out and come back next week. But um, we can jump into, I think, the one news article uh, from Poku Beach that seems relevant. And then we'll lead into a more esoteric discussion, let's say, of Pokemon, mm -hmm. of game design. So... Uh, Jake, what did they uh, announce uh, this week on Poke Beach and from the Pokemon Company? So they have revealed the first Japanese releases of 2024 following Shiny Treasure EX coming out in Japan. It is going to be Wild Force and Cyber Judge. Japan continuing with this dual set kind of thing will be releasing in japan on january 26th i have no idea if we talked about the trademarks we sometimes do and sometimes don't i don't remember if we did for these or not but the theme with this is uh it's presumably with wild force and cyber judge having kind of uh annotations connotations i don't know the right word for this but hint connotations hinting at the ancient and future kind of thing that they've been doing in Scarlet and Violet, continuing that. And again, you know, dual sets, they usually have the gimmicks such as that going on. So it would be presumed that that is going to continue um, in this set. But again, that's going to be coming out in late Japan. We'll see when that comes in the, uh, in the future for us, though. Yep. I don't know. Do we have i don't know if we have our next set or release date so is it crimson haze is crimson is it the haze march ours set? um i don't know that's a good question because there is I, I know with this set we were only about two weeks off of japan from release mm -hmm. so there's a lot of thought that like oh maybe we're like finally catching up so i don't know maybe we'll have like a early february set but which Time-wise would make sense, right? We had a early November, like early to mid-November release for Paradox Rift. Mm -hmm. And so early February would be about three months. So maybe, maybe we'll also be kind of right around the same time. Just to um, make sure everybody's on the same page, Crimson Haze was one of the trademarks used Um by Pokemon, one of the trademarks that they made made alongside Night Wanderer and Mask of Change. So, I think the DLC is coming out this winter as well. So, like, mm -hmm. it's probably a little bit in line with that. Um, also, I would say, I I think probably we're probably pretty close in that aspect. Yeah, but uh, I think. That's the main things. There is like more Battle Academy stuff that's part of this news. Uh, we're not going to go, I think, too deep on that. Just a great way to get people into the game in a very simplified product. So there's going to be a new Battle Academy uh, set coming out. But um, if you're listening to this podcast, you you probably don't need the Battle Academy. Maybe as a gift, but outside of that, you know. You're, I will you're say um, Battle Academy won like a board game of the year. Yep. type award i can't remember exactly what it was called but it was like a major board game award so especially if you've got like young children especially if you've got you know people who want to learn how to play the game and stuff like that 
Battle Academy is one of the really great ways to kind of like have an introductory to the game without getting like super complex strategies and things like that. Um, one of the many great products that Pokemon has printed that we constantly talk about, it feels like. Um, just trying to get people into the game. So I think outside of this news, this sort of brings me, I was having a conversation and I think somebody actually left a comment on one of our set reviews. We talked about ancient and future, like the cards that reference them in particular. Mm -hmm. um, and our initial feeling was that they might be very good, but they're very limited currently because there's not a lot of options for ancient Pokemon, future Pokemon, right? Like that the cards that search or the cards that are tools, you know, um, and, if, and, you know, one person's feedback was like, hey, but these could be, be really great in the future if there's more stuff printed. And it is exciting, I think, to see more ancient and future Pokemon as a part of the January set. So I think it, it lends a little bit of potential, like further potential to those cards. Like, And it looks like we're also getting an ancient form Coridon and a future mm -hmm. form Maridon, which is like, that's that's pretty cool. Um but I think I just wanted to talk about, in terms of TCG design, though, like where where we think Ancient and Future sort of sits while comparing it to like previous mechanics, other mechanics in the TCG. Um, I think in my mind, I'll start with my myself and then I'll pass it over to you, Jake. In my mind, I thought of Ancient and Future as being similar to battle styles. So... For those of you who uh, are not like super duper familiar with all the terminology, Battle Styles was a set, but also that set was a reference to Rapid Strike, Single Strike, and then eventually, I think two sets after it, Fusion Strike Pokemon, um, which was what Mew is, Mew VMAX. Mm -hmm. um, so there ended up being three different Battle Styles. I think it was a reference, I don't think, I know it was a reference to the first DLC for Sword and Shield, where you had you know, the uh, uh, Urshifu. The Kung Fu, and you evolved it to a specific Urshifu. Exactly. You know, whether it was Rapid or, uh, what's the other one? Single Strike. I don't exactly. know how Fusion Strike played into it, though. I think that was like, I think it might just be made up. It's just a made I, up style for the game, the card game. Either way, <laughs> uh, it's related to the video game. So in my mind, I was sort of thinking of Ancient and Future as being similar to Rapid and Single Strike. And because of that, if you look back at Rapid and Single Strike, there's not a lot of cards that got printed after the initial set, right? There was like the mm -hmm. main hitters, and then you might get like a little Pokemon here or there. I think Inteleon VMAX Rapid Strike, I don't remember, but that might've come out the set after Battle Style. Is that Chilling Rain? It, it might be, yeah. like. There might be a, a, a semi-relevant Pokemon. Oh, it here was Fusion Strike. It was Fusion. There we go. Or well, what was that set? Fusion Strike? Was it Fusion Strike? Yeah, I think the so. Mew set. Yeah, it was just called. It the, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so, like, so they did print Rapid and Single Strike after the initial introduction set, but I think most people would agree that it was a very limited amount of support that they got after that. So, like, the bulk of that mechanic was in the first set. And there was a trickle in the following two sets. And with Fusion Strike, it was basically almost everything for Fusion Strike came out in that one set. And then they didn't really revisit it all that much because that was the end of the VMAX era. 
Um, so I don't know. That was my take. But Jake, I, I want to know, like, do you think that ancient and future will be more prevalent than the battle styles or this is all predictions, by the way, people, we, we have no clue. I feel like it, well, it's so hard. It's so hard to like make a statement like that. Right. Cause if you remember from battle styles, rapid strike Urshifu was impactful, like right away. Yeah. Right. It was, it was really good. It was impactful right away, but then it took like a heavy decline and then Mew came around and Mew was immediately impactful. And then it was, it, it's still impactful. Right. Um, and it just continues and it goes in this like cycle of trends, which I think is different because if you talk about other gimmicks that have gone on in the Pokemon trading card game, I feel like, and this may be more limited knowledge because, you know, I only know specific moments and not necessarily have played or lived through an entire like era of cards. A lot of other uh, gimmicks that Pokemon has done have been prevalent like the entire time, right? I feel like. But also now they're combining these gimmicks as well, right? Vs can be rapid strike etc exs can be ancient or future whereas before right a gimmick was gx's right mm -hmm. and then eventually it evolved into tag team exs but did it have any uh, i don't think it had like ultra any beast. other gimmick oh ultra beast yeah that was another gimmick so like they have these gimmicks per se and i don't know if i don't know if ancient and future can build more upon it because and and this is another thing too like it's so early to tell on that you know we haven't even had a real event yet like it's all it's all theory crafting you know stuff like that but i guess from our initial reactions not really but who knows maybe when the next set comes out right another future ancient set because we have an idea that we'll get one maybe two more um with this with this gimmick so um and who knows how they build upon that as well, right? Like, we didn't know at first that with Rapid and Single Strike that Fusion Strike was coming right away, you yeah. know, to build sure. upon the, like, Strike gimmick um, or expansion of the Vs. I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to call it a gimmick. I guess it's I mean, kind of a gimmick. Is, yeah, it's not meant to be derogatory towards it. I think it's just... Yeah, I just keep using yeah. that word because it's the only word that I can <laughs> think of. Um a style, I guess, a style, a way to play. Um, but it definitely won't be the most impactful. I still think Radiance are more impactful, right? Name me a deck that doesn't play a Radiant Pokemon. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. Um, most all of them do. I don't think actually Maridon does. No, Maridon does not. This is Yo, true. Well, yeah. For... <laughs> Most of them. Most of the decks play a Radiant Pokemon, and there's a couple different Radiant Pokemon that you can choose from. Now, not all of them are good, right? Um, not all of them excel, but there's a couple that excel enough that are included in every single deck. And then you talk about Prism Stars. Prism Stars, I think, were really, really good. I mean, they're enablers for what Pikaram was, right? Ditto Prism Star is one of my all-time favorite cards, and I continuously ask Pokemon, please print that card again, because it was so 
good. Heat Factory was really, really good. Led to a world championships for um, Henry Brand. And you know what? Shintaro Ito, second place, was also playing that deck, you know. Thunder Mountain, Victini. Yeah, it's so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Victini, Victini was the top four yeah. um, with Tord Reckliff in 2019. So, like... I feel like, and we're not even, I mean, A-Specs, we mentioned that earlier. A-Specs were insane. Like, A-Specs were so good. They had so, they had, well, there were a couple of really, really good ones. But the ones that were good were like, wow, they were really good. Um, and we'll kind of talk about that later in terms of some predictions for design and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean... Again, I think it's a little bit too early to tell with Ancient Future, but if you put a gun to my head and you tug at my leg and tell me to make a decision <laughs> now, it definitely is it definitely is middle of the pack. Like it's not as impact I mean, it's way more impactful than Amazing Rares, right? Yeah. Cuz Amazing Rares didn't see play at all until their final moments in standard format, but um they they in my opinion they don't fall into par with stuff like prism stars radiance even um yeah and battle styles i think it's a little i think it's a little too close to tell but it doesn't seem as good of a start because i think ex is in general um i still think it's a little early for exs well i guess i guess the maybe the question i'm asking was not worded right uh it's mostly. I just. Are you telling me I just went on a? Weird <laughs> no, no, it's good. This is minutes. useful. This is useful. But for me, like, it was a question of like, how much more support? Not whether or not it'll be good, but how much more support is the Pokemon Company likely to create? Like, how many new cards that are future and ancient? I know? feel like it's just going to be super similar to Battle Styles. That like, I think they see a formula with Battle Styles, and I think it worked well. And so they're like, okay, we're going to do this same thing again. Because it's it's also one of those things that these sets kind of align with the games, mm -hmm. right? So in that life cycle, you know, we get... it's The new game, Scarlet and Violet, they're very similar to um, Sword and Shield with the main game and then two DLCs, right? Yep. So the ancient future, it's part of a main set. So it could last... It could go a little bit longer than battle styles because the uh it was in like a main set pretty much um i don't know if that sentence made sense at all but like <laughs> the the ancient future was in the beginning of the game the main game didn't need any dlcs that's true and now we have dlcs feature. yeah it's a base feature that's a great way to put it um but then in in sword and shield Battle styles didn't come until the DLC. So we could see it a little bit longer and more cards potentially, but I think it's just overall going to follow a similar timeline in terms of lifespan and stuff like that. Yeah. I was just, because new games will come out and new things like new gim new gim new styles of play, new gimmicks yeah. and stuff like that will come. I was just thinking about like trying to see a pattern in Pokemon and creatures, Inc specifically their design philosophy and they seem to have what I'll break down as like categories, right? You have mm -hmm. entire themes uh, that carry through for an entire generation, right? Sword and Shield, the theme was Vs. 
Scarlet and Violet, the theme is EXs, right? Like some mechanic or something in the game that is like the core of an entire series of, of an entire set. Mm -hmm. um, and then what they tend to do is they break it down into, after that, year-long things. So you have entire formats and then you have years. And then one year, you'll get Tag Team GX. Another year, you'll get V-Stars, right? And if you remember, like both Tag Team GXs and V-Stars tended to only last for roughly a year or so before they mm -hmm. really slowed down or stopped making more of them. And so I'm trying to like, what is the identity of this next year? And I'm like, I don't know yet. Obviously we don't know, but I'm like, and then you have like themes that, that go all the way down to like the set level, right? Individual sets. And those, those set level things are things like battle styles, um, and maybe ancient and future. Now, I don't know. My, my thought could be ancient and future might be a whole year, right, for them. Because there's not really anything that's been announced. Like, we got V-Stars and other things. But there's not, nothing been announced that quite is that level right now. Mm -hmm. They maybe don't need it. But, but yeah. And then, you know, outside of those, like, broad categories, you'll get cards like, you know, Radiance. Which, there's not a ton of Radiant Pokemon but they'll print one or two in like every set for a year. And the same with Amazing Rares. There was like two in every set for like a year of Amazing Rares. And then, you know, after the year that they're done. So I don't know. It, it's just a thought in my mind of like, that's just sort of a, a pattern that I have at least noticed in the last four years with mm -hmm. Creatures Inc.'s design philosophy. So, and, and that's why I personally think that this, and if you think about, making ancient and future something that does not have a longer lifespan, they can make more powerful cards that only interact with that mechanic. Like Professor Sada's Vitality is a broken card. It's a pretty good card. It is. I mean, Roaring Moon. that's the thing. If it was able to work on 30 different Pokemon, all of a sudden I think you have a problem, right? But it only works on ancient pokemon and then you're like oh okay this isn't like it's really good for those couple of decks but outside of that it's you won't play it you won't see it everywhere and i do think that that is creatures hopefully i, I imagine it's like they're looking back at welder and going i don't want every deck to become a fire deck <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah it, there were a lot of decks that just played fire energies because of that so and like, you know, I think by sticking to those, like a very small amount of time that they print cards for a theme, like a, a mechanic, like Fusion Strike, Mew is already amazing. I am so glad they didn't print more Fusion Strike things for the next year. Yeah. And I mean, right out of the gate, it was just incredible. Oh, yeah. Just can, right away. Can you imagine if there had been like a card every set that was like Fusion Strike only that made Mew that much better? And you just be like, stop it. This this deck is already amazing. This deck is cracked. And now Town Store is here yeah. to find the four seal stone, <laughs> uh, which is good. But yeah, anywho, um, that was my sort of little little rant uh, on ancient and future, I suppose. Spiel. Yeah. But um, in the spirit of making bold and most likely inaccurate predictions, Jake... Do we want to take a look at all the ace spec cards that have existed and try to predict what might make a return and what 
mechanics we would like to see in the future. Yes, but Sean, let's go in the reverse order just between okay. yeah, the reverse order. So start with um the bottom of like the list on the website that you sent. Um oh, start on the bottom and we'll have computer search as last. Okay, what's the bottom of the list of your list? Sco scoop up cyclone. You got it. I have a slightly yeah, yeah. different one that has card images. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I'll I'll just name them off then um, as we're going through them one by one. But if you do not know about A-Specs, maybe you are uh, maybe you're a little bit newer to the game. You know, you've never heard of A-Specs before. So A-Spec cards were pretty much like uh, Radiant cards. I think that's a pretty similar uh, comparison, but they were only trainer cards. They were these trainer cards, very powerful item cards. Um, because at the time, tools were considered item cards. You could only have a single A-spec card in your deck of any sorts, and there's 13 different Ace cards. They were printed from Boundaries Cross to Plasma Blast, which um, I believe is four sets during the Black and White era. That's a four-set span in the Black and White era. And the first one that we'll mention right now is scoop up cyclone so scoop up cyclone is an item card it allowed you to basically just pick up a pokemon and everything attached to it right yep yeah just pick up a pokemon everything attached to it pretty good i would say this is probably one of the better um better a specs cards that have come around we have seen other stuff um like pickup effects professor's Turo um yeah. was like that but we haven't had an item card since the rotation of what was that super, super scoop, scoop up? up yeah yeah super scoop up since that rotated did super scoop up let you put all the attached cards into your hand uh let me check i know you had to flip a coin and yes. then if the coin was heads your scooper super scoop up said yes all cards attached to it into okay. your hand and that's a card that's been reprinted many times like hard gold soul silver it was in yep. you know sun and moon era like a long time card that just constantly gets reprinted yep so jake do you think that scoop up cyclone is uh would you like to see it and do you think it's on the list of potential reprints i like this card i think it's a cool card especially because it's limited to once and we don't have a lot of like recyclable stuff in the format i think i mean there's a couple different there's like a few recyclable cards but they're very very niche right yeah. like not everybody's running silene stuff like that orangaroo ultra prism does not exist no. anymore nor will it ever um so I do like the idea of Scoop Up Cyclone coming back. I'm a little afraid, though, because we just got Turo. Yep. So I'm not 100% I'm not 100 convinced that that card is coming back, but I do think that this is one of the options. Well, no, we have Penny in the format as well. Penny no, I don't see this card. Yeah. I, I don't got, see this card coming back. We've currently got three cards that pick up Pokemon. We have Penny that picks Volo. up Basics. Volo that picks up V's, Sharon's Care that picks up Damaged, Colorless, and now Turo just picks up anything. Now, granted, only I think maybe only Sharon's Care puts the cards attached back into your hand. 
So like there is a small tweak there, but I would agree with you. We have enough pickup effects that they're more likely to reprint super scoop up than mm -hmm. printing this as an A spec currently. Like that's my gut. It, yeah, I mean one of the things with scoop up cyclone is it's good with um it's good with like control decks. Yeah. And we know that Pokemon is afraid of control decks, <laughs> unfortunately. So What's the next I, card I, on your list, Jake? The next one on the list is Master Ball. Now, Master Ball basically says search for a Pokemon, put it in your hand. I think that this card has a likely chance to be reprinted. I mean, they've reprinted a lot of cards in the past. We called Ultra or we called Level Ball in Battle Styles. That was a Metapod official correct prediction every broken clock is right twice in a day um <laughs> yeah you know ultra ball came back nest ball came back you know i see master ball coming back if they're going for a specs and they're just reprinting a specs with the same kind of ruling and stuff i see master ball as one of the ones coming back it was used a little bit i think definitely on the lower end of used ones but I do think it did see some play and you know, it's, it's Pokemon search, it's ball search and it's literally search for any Pokemon, uh, ball guys, not in format anymore. Correct. Mm, I, I think that rotated. So. Yeah. yeah. So I could see this ball. I could see this ball kind of coming back. Um, who is the Yamper? Is that Yamper that's in format that like allows you to pick up pokeballs from the discard pile or something so oh, i don't know i don't remember that's, that's a funny, funny card to chain master balls but i don't think it would be that good so but I, I could see this one coming back pokemon likes their pokeballs pokemon likes ball search this yeah. one could come back i could almost see them because to your point right we'll get to like the best one at the end mm -hmm. but there is a an item card that almost has this exact same effect but better Mm -hmm. right and i'm like well then why would i play this over that um and i could almost see them making this card a little bit more powerful if they said search your library and look at your prize cards reveal your a library uh, sorry uh your your deck sorry, <laughs> i'm in magic mode uh but like search your deck and your prize cards i mm -hmm. think that would be interesting if they let you search both because then you would get knowledge about your prizes and your deck and you could take a pokemon from either because i think that's a that's a huge issue i think that a lot of people struggle with with building decks like oh i prized x i prized y hisui and heavy ball can help with basics but there's nothing to get um other than like peonia there's not mm -hmm. really anything to get your evolutions out of the prizes and given how prevalent exs are in the format now i could see them adding that now, here's a question, because you brought up the idea of Hisui and Heavy Ball getting basics. Do you think that this Master Ball, if it had like an effect of like, look at your prizes or your deck, do you think it could specify with just evolution Pokemon? I think being a an A spec, I don't I think limiting it like only evolution would greatly diminish its viability because then you basically turn it into an amped up evolution incense. And that yeah. card was kind of fine. It wasn't great. I think it was good. What do you mean? I mean, we lived in the we lived in the whatchamacallit, the Drizzle, the Shady Dealings era, Sean. Sure. But like I see that and I'm like, okay, that was it was all right. But I'm like, you've basically given me a slightly better 
like a slightly worse Ultra Ball in some respects, because I can get anything with Ultra Ball. Yeah, but this is free. You don't have to discard two cards. Sure. This is I, I just a free item. I'm just trying to up the power level of this just a hair to make this it card right here. This card right par. here with that. This card right here with that effect that we were talking about, you know, just grabbing an evolution Pokemon that makes your deck a 59 card deck. Well, you would have to replace. It's like Judge the, Whistle. I suppose, yeah, it makes it a fifty. Just drawing card a card because this but is so a no shoes. cost card. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like this, this makes your card a fifty nine card deck. It does because it it's does. a free cost card that allows you to grab something. I suppose I don't know. I, 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 I worry if it's exactly like this, um, that it will just always be sidelined for a card that we'll talk about at the end yeah but uh jake what is the next card on the list the next card on the list is called g scoop this is an a spec pokemon tool card as part of plasma blast and this card says the genesect ex's cards attached you can also use the attack on this card for grass grass colorless does 100 damage to one of your opponent's benched pokemon now as you probably, you know, could tell from this, this is very specific to Genesect EX, which was a really good deck. Genesect Verizian in format. So I think this card was played in Genesect decks. Yeah. I think I'd have to actually look back to like the world champion decks. Because um, this is like, what, 2014? I think it was. This is... Not an era that we played in and just eras I've seen videos on, but this was a this is a good card that I'm pretty sure was played in those decks. Um, I think that we could see potentially a card like this coming back, a specific a spec tool card that is for a specific Pokemon only. I think it would have to be something like the poster child of the set, if I had to take a guess. Yeah, I could see that. I think if or uh, it could be, did we get like ancient and future yes. tool cards that are like, if this ancient Pokemon has this tool card, it can use this attack. I don't know about can use this attack, but we did get ancient and future tool cards, and we got TM. Yes, yes. In the same I know set. we got. So Which, maybe this card probably has no shot coming back with I the just, combination of those. So that that was my thought. As I was like, they did bring back TMs. Mm -hmm. which give Pokemon new attacks, but they only last for one turn. And I'm like, okay, that's a cool design space, right? And to that point, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if we need these kinds of ace specs, right? I think about like the rapid, you know, the rapid strike tools, like the scrolls. They have the got. scrolls, yeah. Right, I like, use the scroll on my single strike deck to actually win a team challenge tournament. Hey, Fun that's, that's impressive. That's like, but you know, generally speaking, those weren't really played all that much. I think people have. No, more, they were not that good. <laughs> yeah, People have more hope, I think, for the TMs, but I don't. I could see them maybe playing around with one or two tool cards like this that give an attack, but I don't know if they would be particularly interesting. But that, that's my thought. I, so, yeah. Like, again, I think it has to be. I think it has to be a poster child Pokemon. Yeah. For the sets, like if they have dual sets, right, like the Crimson Haze or whatever, or like the new one that we talked about earlier, if they have two Japanese dual sets coming out 
and then they combine in one, right, for English, like an ancient future kind of deal. It's got to be those two poster child Pokemon, and that's it. Yep. Uh, this next one, uh, the one on my list, at least, is G Booster. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I'm, I'm just going to skip over this. I think it's the same concept. It's a Genesect GX, Genesect EX card, different attack. I Oh, maybe this... Uh, maybe this was the, I don't know. There's yeah. two Genesect EX specific tool cards and I can't remember which one was the one that was played. Uh, for the this sake of time, me. for the sake of time, Jake, I'm going to skip over these. I think we can just say blanket all of the, the attack based tool cards. Mm-hmm. You know, I think personally unlikely, but that's just me. G booster um, was the one that was played, um, okay. in the, uh, First place, French Nationals in 2015. Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> it was going to bother me if I didn't get that correctly. You know. Uh, the next one on my list after that is Rock Guard, Jake. Uh, Rock Guard, tool card, item card. Six damage counters on the attacking Pokemon uh, that damages the card that this card is attached to. We have Rocky Helmet. Yeah, I, I like it's double, it's double Rocky. We do. It's double Rocky helmet, but I'm kind of like, it would have to do a lot more. It would have to be like 12 damage counters now or like 15. We also, didn't we get another one? The um people were playing it in a little bit of Charizard, the yeah. like punch one. What's that card called? I can't well, remember. Well, there's Box of Destruction that's being played in Mew. Box of Destruction. Yeah, we did see that Uh, play, played it in Mew. Um. I'm talking about the vengeful punch. I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a part of me that, because they eroded... The more I think about it, because they eroded tools to be their own category, and they they specified a specs, I think, in the announcement as item cards, mm-hmm. as powerful item cards, I almost think that well, we won't get any tools, because think about this, Jake. Imagine... That's a shame, because this next one I really like. Uh, hey, they might bring it back in some form, but the next one, Jake, do you want to go over it? Let's talk about it. It is a life due. This is arguably one of the better ace specs that was around. It is a Pokemon tool card that says, if this Pokemon, this card is attached to is knocked out, your opponent takes one fewer prize. This is definitely a control kind of card that they probably won't reprint because I don't <laughs> think Pokemon... I think Pokemon's kind of learned their lesson on like minus one prize mechanics. Um, Plus they already have the Cape. They had heroes medal that one time. Sadly, no more Sheninja lost thunder Sheninja RIP to a real one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, this card was cracked. I think instead of this, I guess we'll get to our theories later, but I will say in the vein of, prize manipulation i could see them printing an a spec that it says like that's kind of like power tablet that says for the turn um you know you take one extra prize oh man do you know how mad people would be if that got printed people were already so mad at iron hands and there's so much discussion (laughs) around iron hands yeah I mean, it might be terrible. Jake. You think they do lie. that? Can you imagine 
iron hands knocking out with a 2024 life do extra prize <laughs> taking know. two extra prizes on your is that how gardevoir finally dies is four <laughs> prize like or what is it three prize knockout yeah of a baby Ralts. Yeah, that might be. <laughs> no way. There's no shot they print that. There's okay, no shot <laughs> at all. Because then you just uh, play uh, Roseanne's backup, shuffle it back in the deck, do it again. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be. <laughs> now, what I could see is these A-spec. Wait, never mind. We'll continue. Okay. We'll continue on, and I'll make that statement at the end. I think we can. I'm going to skip over victory piece just because, I, I don't know. It's another tool, and it's like there just seem to be a lot of tool cards in these A-specs, and I, I feel like with the errata they're not gonna do tools but i don't know maybe i'm wrong this one was specifically um for victini ex so again with the like specific pokemon yeah. if they're gonna make some a spec cards that are reborn of these uh older a specs it's gonna be for poster child pokemon yeah or like specifically ancient pokemon or future pokemon um this next one though uh is scramble switch and i actually mm -hmm. really like this card um this card says switch your active pokemon with one of your benched and then when you do you can move as many energy attached to the old active to the new active so it's basically you got something in the active you have something on the bench maybe you don't have any energy on it you switch it you can move as many or as few energy as you want i I think this card is dope. I didn't know this existed. I could definitely see this finding a home. I have played this card and expanded. I like this card. I think it's a really, really cool card, and I think it's a really cool switching option. You know, because we we talk about you know switch, uh, switch card, escape rope. Are there other ones? Not. Not really, not right now. Not like switch items. So like this could be a cool one of switch items because again, you know, we talk about some of these decks like Lugia, for example. I feel like Lugia would love this card. Lugia being one of the few decks that doesn't have any like energy recycling in the deck. So like that that would be really, really cool. And just like, I mean, retreating is not always a viable option for a lot of decks. So like it could really help out decks like maintain energy, maintain resources in a specific manner. And who knows um, the possibilities with that card. I do like this card. I think it's a pretty fair card. Yeah. Um, especially when we have stuff like bosses orders and stuff in the format, like you're not necessarily giving up like you're, you're preserving energies, but you still have that like, Okay, damage. well, they you could lose. Yeah, you still have that damage on the board. You could still lose prizes. Now, you could do a combination of, like, Scramble Switch and then, like, Professor Turo, right, to preserve all your energies or Penny or whatever. Yeah. Um, that is a viable option, um, which could cause some problems for a lot of decks. But, um, I, I mean, I like this card. I hope a card like this comes back. I think yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, I think it's awesome um okay now we're getting to the meat and potatoes jake dowsing mm -hmm. machine give us a rundown on this card dowsing machine is also i think this is probably the second best a spec that was ever printed in my opinion usually for like expanded decks especially you're either playing this or computer search 
Um, this A spec specifically says discard two cards from your hand. If you can't discard two cards, you can't play this card. Put a trainer card from your discard pile in your hand. Now, since you have only one A spec in your deck, you can't chain A specs with Dowsing Machine because why would you? I mean, I guess you. It's not possible. I don't actually know how this interaction works. If you discard two cards from your hand, and then grab use dowsing machine to grab dowsing machine. You can't. They'll they'll errata this. Um, to you can't grab. Well, you you you, you can never grab a card that you discard with a discard effect or a play effect. Okay. Like, Interesting, because like, it because yeah. it hasn't finished yet. It's not technically in the discard. That's different from some of the other card games that I've been playing lately. Oh yeah. No. So that's good to know. Yeah. Like, um. Uh, the uh, superior energy retrieval now also has corrected yes text that says you can you can discard whatever but you can't take energy that you discarded with this effect to grab energy back that's a really good point i'm glad you brought that up uh because i'm sure i'm not the only person that thought of that first thing i was gonna say that's a really cool way to just like discard stuff out of your hand to draw more cards with bibberol or something like that but anyways this i think is a really really cool item card i think this has a pretty good shot and coming back, you know, especially because trainers are not necessarily something that are looped a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and you know how they've kind of been afraid to print something like Versus Seeker, right? Because this specifically, you know, says a trainer card. It doesn't specify in supporter or item card or tool card or something like that. Stadium card. It just says trainer card. It's a blanket thing. So this could be really, really good. Um, I mean, it will be really, really good. I think it's got a shot to come back. I think it's fair. Again, discarding two cards from your hand. This lived in an era with like propagation execute. Oh my God. That came from your discard into your hand all the time for discarding effects. We don't have something like that, I don't think. So I think Dowsing Machine is even more fair in like this era of Pokemon compared to previously. So um, I think that's like a indirect nerf to the card basically yeah. but um i think this card's really cool I, I i want this card back the next card here is one that i i'm sure you know what i think we'll see a version of this with a different number mm -hmm. this card is called gold potion and you heal 90 damage from your active pokemon um i obviously 90 damage doesn't do anything now like if you have a one of card in your deck to heal mm -hmm. 90 like there are supporters that have done as much if not more um so i for me i think that it would have to be somewhere closer to you'd almost want to find what number are pokemon being hit for where this can almost make them survive the next average attack so you turn it from a two hit ko to a three hit ko i don't know what that number is but i feel like this card would have to be that kind of good just to give a comparison, when this was released in Boundaries Cross, the Genesect EX that we talked about earlier, which was around the same time frame, had 170 HP as a basic EX Pokemon. So um, I think you could find it. It definitely has to be triple digits. It has to be over 100 damage. But I do agree with you. I do think this is a card that has a really, really good shot, like probably one of the best shots i feel like that and master ball um in my opinion have the best shots of coming back i think this probably ranges somewhere between 100 and 120 i think any more than that 
I think any more than that is too much. Um, but I do think like 120 is pretty fair. I mean, we still live in a day where like one shots are pretty much what it is anyways. I guess if it's 120, right? I'm thinking about Roaring Moon. If you were to play this with Roaring Moon, um, you had you ha- you healed 120, you did 200, so you're leaving yourself with 80 damage. Um, and say you have the booster capsule giving you an extra 60. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you did the emergency jelly build of uh, Roaring Moon, I guess, but you have to play it on your turn. I don't There's, know. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I was going to counterpoint with is that this is a passive. Yeah, that's true. I think I can't remember what the correct terminology is. It's like passive stadiums and um, not passive stadiums. I don't know. Anyways, it's a card, like you were saying, you have to play on your turn. So I don't know. I don't know too much how it affects. It would probably just affect more of like your bigger Pokemon, like a Duraludon VMAX or a Charizard EX or something like that. Just your bigger ones that are way less likely to get one shotted. Yeah. Um. This next one, it's another tool very specific to a Pokemon. I, I, the next two are. The yeah. next two are. I don't see... Uh, yeah, I don't know if we need to talk about these just because... we've Honestly, we've seen similar effects reprinted already with like the, um, uh, the, the sword and the shield from Sword and Shield mm-hmm. for the two doggos. So yeah. these might be more powerful than that comparatively, but like, you know... I don't think it's a particularly novel mechanic to bring back. So I'm going to let you all know. Yeah, they're they're the crystal cards. They're for black and white Kyurem EX one for each. But I think as a whole, like we've talked about a couple cards already. One, two, three, four, five different a specs out of the what is it like 15, 13? Yeah, 13, five of the 13 cards out of the aspects are meant for specific pokemon so you could argue that a big part of what aspects what they were were printing cards for specific pokemon which is why i continue this like reasoning of like i think we can see either for poster child pokemon or just like ancient and future specific pokemon in general like specific aspects whether that's item cards or something i don't know but i i don't know even though it's limited to items and i don't know how they work with items maybe it's like if a uh charizard yeah or that's not an ancient or future pokemon um iron valiant if iron valiant's in the active you can play this card and this is what happens like i could see stuff like that for an a spec um just limiting in that kind of option because that was kind of a big part of the a specs identity yeah i mean it would be interesting like yeah you're your active Iron Valiant does 100 more damage for the turn. Mm-hmm. Pretty, or Iron Hands. Imagine boosting Iron no, Hands damage no, from no, 120 no, no, to 220. Not, <laughs> not Iron Hands, no, no, I just, no, I no, just no, long no. for the days of ADP, apparently. Um. <laughs> no, don't bring that back. Don't bring that back, Sean. Jake, Keep that you, gone. I know you wanted to, to, to talk about this one last. What is the number one A-spec card that everyone hopes gets reprinted? This is Computer Search. Now, this is a card that has been nerfed over the days. This is not the first print of Computer Search. Originally, it was a card in base set, which um, back in those days, you could play as many supporter cards as you wanted in a turn. You could play four. 
uh, computer searches in your deck, and it was very it was very common to deck out in Pokemon in those days. Um, Sean, you've played some of the like oh base format, so it's and it's I've, disgusting. <laughs> if you want a taste of it, of what it was, play on the Nintendo Switch if you have the Nintendo Online, like the the Game Boy Color game that was with it. That's a really good taste of how absolutely bonkers drawing cards was back in the day and how we are a fraction of what that was. But anyways, this a spec basically discard two cards from your hand. And again, similar to dowsing machines, if you don't have two cards in your hand, you can't play this card, search your deck for a card, put it in your hand, shuffle your deck. This is basically search for literally anything you want. And this card is insane. This card is broken. It is played in pretty... It's a staple and expanded for the most part. That or Dowsing Machine um, is a staple and expanded. It is a $40 card if you uh, want it and use it in your expanded decks. Um, I, I don't think you should buy it personally because i don't really think you should play expanded right now but if you want to play it then, then then that's all you but i this is my hot take they should not reprint this card yeah it's just too broken. i don't know if that's a hot take but i no. feel like it's a hot take no i think here's what's the reason i think that it's a a very valid take right now is we have irida and arvin in the format and I think those two supporters make this card completely broken right now. Because those two cards, those two supporters, get you an item card as your supporter for the turn. And this can be your item card. And what does that item card do? Gets you any card out of your deck. Mm -hmm. So you're like, you basically get to search for something and any card for just one supporter and discarding two. Um. And that does feel pretty insane, I think, right now. I am curious. Did because we have Pidgeot now, Pidgeot EX, yeah, right? That's true. With Quick Search, I don't think, and probably Justin will correct us in the comments if I'm wrong about this. I don't think Computer Search and Pidgeot ever connected in terms of format in standard. Mm. Oh, I, mean I don't old, think the old Pidgeot. Yeah, I don't think first, yeah. old Pidgeot and computer search existed in a time together because this card was printed. Um, was it 2013? Yeah. Or something like that. And Pidgeot, I think, was very good in 2010. So there may I mean, there may have lived a small, small time where they were together. But it wouldn't have been long if they did. I, I, if I was a betting man, I guess I live in Vegas now. So even I though guess, I don't gamble, <laughs> I guess my question though is like, why? I don't, I guess I don't know why Pidgeot makes this bad. Only because Pidgeot gets anything out of your deck. This does the no, same thing. No, it doesn't make it bad. Oh, it's it's that we a, have, we have stuff like you mentioned, yeah. Irida, you mentioned Arvin, right? I'm mentioning Pidgeot. Pidgeot is a free, I mean, it's a stage two, so you have to evolve it into yeah. stage two. But that's a free get anything you want. I'm thinking of like ways of getting anything we want. And so we have four seal stone. We have um, Pidgeot, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think we need any more than that. I think 
I mean, this card is really good. This card is really, really, really good. If they do print computer search, it's it's different. Um, it'll have a limiting clause of some sort added to this, but I, I just don't think that this card is needed for the game. I I think it'd be really nice if they reprinted it. So then whatever you wanted to play expanded because they they keep hinting at bringing back expanded. You have a viable option because people Azul Garcia Griego will mention this. He got like a game loss or DQ'd at an event, an expanded event, because his computer search was warped too much. It was considered a marked card. But it's like this card is 10 years old, right? Yeah. And the foiling on it causes it to be warped. So it would be nice if they reprinted it for the purpose of, you know, people being able to play this card and not get penalized for it. But like, I don't think this card needs to be existed in standard. Yeah. Especially I, right now. I think that's a very like level-headed take i think you're when you said like it would be great to reprint it because of expanded there's a part in the back of my mind that reminds me i don't think that creatures inc which is the company that actually designs the card i don't think they think about or care about expanded at all no so that like there is no world i think in which the north of like with, with the pokemon company international has sway to say this one please so yeah, the only reason I would say that it's the most iconic of all of the A-Specs. Mm -hmm. And so if you wanted to make a splash in terms of selling decks, like selling boxes, getting people hype, I mean, this would be the card to put in that set. If they reprint this card, they need to print the heck out of it. They need to put it in yeah. every League Battle deck. They need to put it... <laughs> Like as a promo that you, they better put it in the ETB. Like, don't worry. I don't. It alternate art item card. I will um, say, I, 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 I bet you, um, the people that designed the League Battle decks, because that's a that's a Pokemon Company International product. They mm -hmm. reprinted like they seem to do a really good job at finding the best cards and like sneaking them into decks. Yeah. So, yeah. Like Radiant Greninja was in the uh, was in uh, the Palkia. Uh, yes. Yeah. A deck. Yeah, so like if they're going to continue that theme and they're going to make computer search and make us suffer through it in standard format. Suffer. Now, computer search would help out a lot of decks and probably create some decks like more viable, probably, right? There's an argument to be made yeah. there, and I think that's a valid argument, but I just feel like we don't need it. I just feel like we don't need it. Yeah, I mean interesting but uh i want to know actually like folks in the comments uh or on threads and and x and whatever like get at us tell us what you would like to see what cards should they reprint or not and what cards don't exist that you wish would but feel too broken to be a normal card that's basically what a specs are right like yeah <laughs> too too what broken to give you more than one what do you think so obviously they'll print new ones, right? They will be, um, there will be new cards yeah. that are a specs. They're not just going to reprint 10 of them. No. Right. Do you have a prediction on what you feel like a new effect would be? I could see there being an a spec that lets you search out a stadium and maybe something else. I don't know. 
because uh, I feel like going and only getting a stadium feels mid. Like a stadium is we don't good. Have like we just have stuff that draws stadiums, right? Uh, yeah, but we don't. Or have... not even. We don't have stuff that draws stadiums. We have to draw the stadium, is what I meant to say. Yeah, the only cards that go and get you stadiums directly are Pidgeot with Quick Search. Mm-hmm. Um, Raihan can get you anything out of the deck. Yeah, and um, what's another one? Forest Seal Stone can get you a stadium, but those cards aren't stadium specific. I guess They're peony. Just... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but like that's the thing. Like, there's most cards are just they get anything, and so a stadium is an option. But I think a yeah. card that said, go get a stadium and a special energy, like maybe that's broken, but like that seems that could like be a, really cool. Seems like a powerful combo to be like, oh, shoot. Yeah, that's that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be the perfect card for Mew. Just, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, don't print the card. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Get rid of it. Throw the ideas It'll- out. Delete the episode. No, yeah. no. I think, um, but I do think something that has something to do with either special energy or stadiums, and then mm-hmm. a card that interacts with your prizes. Those are the two things that I think could really, that aren't somewhere represented on this list that, that could be used. Official prediction. Town map is an A-spec. What does town map do? Town map was a very popular... Well, I guess it wasn't very popular. It's a good card. It flips over your prize cards, puts them face up. Yeah, just flips over your prize cards, puts them face up. I think that would actually be a really good a spec card. Does it do if they're looking for cards? No, just yours. You know, town spec, uh, uh, town map as an a spec. If it flips over both people's cards, Uh, then you know what's in your opponent's prizes. I don't know if I like that as much. Okay, I, I think enough. that's a little too much. I think it's, I think it's really fair. Like if you're gonna include a card that like shows your prize cards, like you should, you know, you, you give up that information to your opponent, so then you could always have that information. Because with Town Map, right? I mean, it was really good in that's 2018 you know when exactly Robin Scholes won the World Championships. Yeah, yeah, you can grab exactly what you want when you take prizes. So I think it's. I think it's fair for you. I think it's a little bit too much if you also do your opponent. Now, it may be like, I think this is going too far in terms of like, this is too much interaction for a card. Your opponent may have an option when you play that card of like, okay, maybe I should flip over my prizes. Like, give them an option. Yeah, like you just do it. May turn their prizes face up for the rest of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe that... That could be really interesting, right? Um, I think that probably has as decent of a shot, but I think I think town map flipping over town map would be really cool. I think that'd be nice. I think that'd be neat. Okay. It would also save a lot of time on your first turn. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I think actually that if I was Creatures Inc., I'd be like, what's a card we could print that would stop all of these ties? And make it so that like lost box. It, and- <laughs> it wouldn't necessarily stop ties, but it would help out in the time to like make games a little bit faster. Because I think, I think Robin Scholes, if you watch like the 2018 World Championships and stuff, and he's like doing one of the interviews, he mentions how like it's great when he has Town Map because he doesn't have to spend time checking his prize cards. 
He yeah. just plays town map and yeah, there's his prize cards. Well, and there's never a chance of being like, oh, I lost the game because the one card I needed was the last prize I needed to take. And I'm like, that's mm -hmm. that's actually pretty dope. Um, yeah. I like that. I like that, Jake. Yeah. So if you want Atrocious Jake's official guess on the Menopod podcast of what a spec gets printed or a new a spec that comes about, I think Town Map comes. Um, I don't know if they errata Town Map, though, because Town Map is a previous card they may give it maybe they may print it under a new name but it'll basically yeah. be the same effect as town map so then they don't have to errata the old card i think that and mess sense. with that yeah because it's i feel like it's more difficult to errata a card when it when it's like a new format like an a spec when it was just a regular card i feel like it's a little bit harder to errata or get people well, to understand turn that a normal card into an a spec that's in the past. Right? Yeah. I think that, I think that's just a lot harder to do. So anyways, um, yeah. Reprint town map as an a spec. I think that'd be a really neat a spec. I think it's a really balanced card. Love that. Um, cool. I think that's it from us. <laughs> that is all for this week on the Metapod podcast. Next week, we'll talk about the top decks from the Latin America international championships and how our, predictions along with jared grimes of course fared in there i do think i still think gardevoir is a really really good deck shout out to celios network for winning one big online tournament um without battle vip pass in his gardevoir deck impressive yeah that's that's actually cracked goat network <laughs> anyways thank you so much for listening to the metapod podcast the pokemon podcast revolves around the evolving meta i'm jake that's sean have a great rest of the day